Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here. And it is Sunday, so we are doing Breaches of the Week. But I'm still traveling, uh, and so by virtue of that, we're going to catch up on a whole bunch of breaches next week. But we've got something pretty special for you to uh, basically uh, this week. So let's talk about this, because... This week in data breaches is not quite data breaches. And, and again, if you sent me something, I will give you a shout out soon. Uh, but we are going to be talking about breach statistics that you need to know for 2023. We are basically halfway through or more, I should say more actually than halfway through 2023. But all the stats from 2022 are in and they're not good. Now, this is coming from Techopedia. And I think this is important because I want to go through why we're getting data breach, all the stats that we are seeing. Uh, you know, as you know, if you're a regular follower of me on my video podcast or on my radio show, I do breaches of the week on my radio show, also as a, a regular Sunday segment. And so I think this is a rather important thing to talk about. And so with that, Let's start with some key statistics from basically uh, cybersecurity news on, on these stats. In 2022, if you didn't know, 493.33 million, almost 500 million ransomware attacks were detected by organizations worldwide. Holy cow, that is the largest number I've seen for ransomware attacks. Now, phishing remains the most common type of cyber attack with roughly 3.4 billion daily spam emails Heading, heading out to wherever they're going. The global average for a data breach cost was $4.35 million in 2022. Also in 2022, the cost of breaches on average resulting from stolen or compromised credentials amounted to four and a half, four point five million. The healthcare industry has been the costliest breaches for 12 consecutive years. That is no doubt whatsoever because every time I do a breaches of the week video podcast or radio segment, at least half of them are healthcare. So for for 12 consecutive years, they've been the costliest with an average data breach cost reaching $10.10 million on average in 2022, and that continues to increase. On top of that, the FBI's Internet Cyber Crime Report for 2022 revealed that the public reported a total of 800,944 cyber crime complaints. That is low. That is insanely low. Overwhelmingly, they do not get reported, and that is still a high number. Phishing attacks were the number one crime with 300,497 complaints reported, and the total losses exceeded due to phishing exceeded $10.3 billion across the United States here per the FBI's report. And again, that's a fraction of what actually happened because overwhelmingly nobody reports these things. Now, on top of this, phishing breaks down into multiple types of types of phishing, if you didn't know. The first one for the record, and because phishing is so pro pro prolific, I want to break this down. There's email phishing. Essentially, the attackers impersonate trusted entities. They appear to create convincing emails that often appear urgent or important. We've seen that. That's everything from Prince and Butu from Nigeria, you know, to FedEx has a package they couldn't deliver. Click here, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the purpose of these is a con kind of multifold. It's to gain unauthorized access to sensitive data. Identity theft uh, basically is one of those things. And also malicious activities like infecting you for ransomware because phishing is the largest deliverer of ransomware out there. On top of it, we have spear phishing. Now, this per basically is when the attackers personalize uh, to make fraudulent emails seem more legitimate or trustworthy, meaning it looks like it's coming from a friend of yours, a business associate, etc., etc. The purpose of that is to gain information on targets to craft more customized emails for more targets, steal login credentials, and then from there, it's game 
Pokemon. On top of that, we have clone phishing. Now, this involves basically creating a fraudulent copy or clone of a legitimate email or website. Uh, we see a whole bunch of fake uh, Office 365 logins get spun up uh, during political seasons targeting political campaigns. And in part, this is to the purpose of this is to conduct financial fraud or to exploit a person for identity theft purposes. If I can log in as that congressional staffer in that campaign, I might get intelligence information I can I can give to my government, my foreign government, or sell to a foreign government. So obviously that's a huge thing as well. Now, on top of that, we have whaling. Now, whaling targets high-level executives, uh, or I've also heard it called whale hunting. Uh, whale Whaling basically targets high-level executives or individuals in position of authority within an organization that's obviously done for financial gain or to gain access to corporate data and trade secrets. But 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 essentially, whaling uh, and you know spear phishing are are two of the biggest ones we've got. On top of that, and finally, we also have pop-up phishing. This occurs through basically a pop-up in Windows or dialog boxes. We see that still, but obviously, it's not nearly as prevalent as it was before. And basically, it's to persuade users to enter your personal information or possibly infect you by clicking on something, et cetera, et cetera. Now, according to Norton statistics, approximately 88% of organizations encountered spear phishing attacks within a year. This data indicates that businesses are targeted daily. Now, basically a Q1 report in 2022 published by Checkpoint uh, revealed the list of top brands ranked by their overall appearance in brand phishing attempts. And so the top brands that that essentially are being spoofed when it's sent, hey, like you lost your credentials or you have a package or whatever, are number one is LinkedIn with 52% of all phishing attacks looking like they're coming from LinkedIn and they're not. DHL at 14% was number two, followed by Google at 7%, Microsoft at 6%, although I do believe that will increase during an election year here in the United States. FedEx at 6%, WhatsApp at 4%, Amazon at 2%, Maersk at 1%, AliExpress at 0.8%, and Apple at 0.8% as well. I thought Apple would be higher on that list, but here we are. On top of this, we have distributed denial of service attacks or DDoSs. In 2022, Microsoft alone mitigated an average of 1,435 DDoS attacks every single day. The maximum number of daily attacks against them was 2,215 on September 22nd of last year, and the minimum was 680 on August 22nd. It's amazing what a month brings. Now, the total number of unique attacks mitigated in 2022 by them was over 520,000. When you're looking at large infrastructure provider platforms like Microsoft, and basically every organization you can think of, overwhelmingly, they are on Office 365. Microsoft is one of the largest entities uh, under attack in the world. So obviously that's a huge thing. Now, according to a report released by Cloudflare, the large infrastructure and content delivery network provider, uh, basically ransom denial of service attacks saw a year-on-year -year increase of 67% and a quarter-on-quarter -quarter increase of 24%. Online industries experienced a significant rise in application layer DDoS attacks with a quarter-on-quarter -quarter increase of 131% with a year-on-year -year increase of 300%. On top of that, we got malware. And again, these are all the ways that you get breached that I eventually report on breaches of the week. That's why we're talking about this. As of 2023, in terms of malware, 300,000 new malware instances are being generated daily 
every single day. 92% of them are distributed through email. Like I said, phishing is the way that they go with an average of 49 days to be detected, meaning your antivirus that's getting those signatures from that cloud is on average taking 49 days to figure out that a new malware instance is out there. Malware software is also utilized to gain unauthorized access to systems, steal data, disrupt services, and on and on. 4.1 million websites are right now, according to this report, infected with malware, although because these are 2022 stats, odds are it's higher. 18% of websites are found to contain critical security threats. Additionally, 97% of all security breaches on websites exploit WordPress plugins. I, I have literally done demonstrations on enumerating WordPress vulnerabilities for live audiences, and it's amazing the major corporations that use WordPress and don't keep it up to date. It's a huge problem. Now, of the 47,337 malicious plugins installed from 2012 through 2021, 94% were active on 24,931 different WordPress websites, each hosting two or more malicious plugins. In other words, people are not checking these things. Web designers are not cybersecurity experts, just as cybersecurity experts are not web designers. We specialize. You need both in your life. On top of that, we have ransomware data because within the realm of malware, ransomware stands out as a specific basically type that holds targeted data or systems hostage and basically holds you for ransom. Now, according to SonicWall, there were 493.3 million ransomware attempts in 2022, demonstrating a noticeable decline of 21% observed year over year. Now, I don't know if there are other stats from others, but uh, SonicWall is a firewall and they do have threat detection, but there are other more enterprise uh, platforms out there that are also doing research as well. No offense to SonicWall, it's just what it is. Now, in 2020, there was a 62% increase, an additional surge of 105% in 2021. However, we're also coming off the pandemic too, so that could also explain it uh, because we saw a huge explosion in the beginning of 2020 and then maybe that skewed it like just over time. However, these types of attacks still accounted for 12% of critical infrastructure breaches in 2022, making them responsible for more than a quarter of the breaches in uh, basically infrastructure industries. So with that, let's talk about the types real quick, because there are actually multiple types of ransomware. The first one is probably the most well-known one. It's the crypto uh, ransomware or encryptors. This is basically a highly damaging variant of ransomware. It focuses on encrypting your files and data within the system and encrypting content becomes inaccessible without the proper decryption key. There you go. Obviously, oftentimes they're extorting you, uh, basically getting a copy of it before they hit you. On top of it, another type of ransomware is known as lockers. This completely locks the user out of the system, making files and applications inaccessible. A lock screen shows the ransom demand and basically can include a countdown clock. Crypto Locker was the first of these back in, I think, 2013 or 2014. It's been about 10 years on this. On top of it, we also have Scareware. This is fake software that claims to basically have detected a virus, coerces you into purchasing fake or unnecessary software, or maybe call 1-800-MICROSOFT, you know, to, to get it fixed. And it definitely is. You're not talking to Microsoft. You're talking to the attackers. On top of that, on top of that, we have Docsware or Leakware. This threatens to publicly release or sell confidential information unless a ransomware is paid. Like, hey, I have all of those dirty secrets. Those emails were going around. Like, I hacked into your webcam and I see what you've been doing. And if you don't want me to email your address book, blah, blah, blah. And they're banking on the 10,000 emails that they'll send in a day. That one dude out there is like, 
oh my God, they saw that? <laughs> like, where do I have to pay? You know, so so there you go. And on top of it, we have RAS, which is ransomware as a service. This is one of the scourges right now in cybersecurity. This is a ready-made platform with tools to conduct ransomware campaigns and operations. Cyber criminals rent and sell ransomware as a service to other individual groups who then carry out the attacks. And that is a hundreds of millions of dollars uh, basically field every single year. And finally, we're going to end on some password cracking data as well, because in 2019, 80% of all data breaches were attributed to compromised passwords, leading to obviously significant financial losses. 49% of users will only change one letter or one digit in their preferred passwords when required to make a new one. Meaning half of y'all just use the same password and, oh, I'm going to, instead of an A there, it's going to be a B and we'll call it done. So, of course, we have automated systems that'll hit that. Basically, uh, an attacker can attempt 2.8 trillion combinations of passwords and usernames in 22 seconds, given the right, you know, computing firepower, which is not hard to achieve. Introducing a single uppercase letter to a password dramatically transforms the potential, but length is your best friend in passwords and obviously multi-factor authentication and all of that. An eight character password crack could initially be broken within one second, but the time basically increases to 22 minutes by adding one uppercase letter. Your passwords ideally should be 14 characters long or more in the, at this point. Uppercase, lowercase, uh, numbers, special characters like question marks, exclamation points, etc., etc. And if you're thinking, Nick, you're absolutely high if you think I'm putting on a 14 character password on my iPhone, the answer to that is biometrics. You know, you got face ID, you got fingerprints, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, so those are the stats. I thought this was just absolutely interesting. I, I normally don't pull the stats here. I'm usually talking at this time about all the companies that are getting data breached. But, you know, I think it's time that, you know, maybe once a year we go through these stats. It's going to be around halfway through the year because I think it's so unbelievably important to understand that we, that we live in rather contentious times. So make sure you've got good passwords. Make sure you're enabling multi-factor authentication. Make sure you've got good backups and work. Make sure you're keeping everything up to date because we hack through software due to vulnerabilities that have been already been fixed, but you haven't updated anything. So make sure you're doing all those things. Get some good cyber hygiene in your life. And you can't say you haven't been told, but that is typically your, well, that is your breach information for the week. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.